great new album. Woo! Day, woo. Yo, shouts out to me. Greatest broadcaster on earth. Press play on the record, run next door to do the tweet because I can't tweet from my phone anymore because I deleted Twitter off my phone. And the record was playing at the wrong speed. Hey! Great new album day, woo! What's up everybody? How y'all doing out there? How you feeling? What's cracking with you, baby? 
is the vibes. Spigandi said, sounded good at that speed. You know, I can't help it. I can't help it. You ever do that shit where you like, you set some YouTube videos to go fast and then you forget you've done it. And, We got a new album. Yes, we do. Welcome, brothers and sisters. Welcome to everybody. Welcome, all one and all. Why haven't I got any water? Ah! Oh my goodness. How many? How long have I been doing this? How long have I been doing this, Malaki? You know? How long have I been doing this, Malaki? And still, I step in here and I don't have water ready. It is ridiculous. However, however, you know, I did do a lot of stuff. I did do a lot of things. Joseph M. Jablonski says the vibes of your album brought tears to my eyes. And uh, then I'm the message. Oh, that was weird. Message retracted in the middle of me reading it. Well, fine. Well, fine. Look, I'll tell you what. YouTube Hero Alex, you YouTube Hero Alex says, "Oh, hey, I should quick make a uh, command for the new album." Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Stream and download the new album at this link. Back the vinyl at this link. Be a wash with joy and glory. What? What? Well, well, well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yes, that's right. That's right. Just in case you were a bit confused, we got a brand new album. It's called JBP Wave Aesthetic, and it's out right now. It's out right now on all streaming platforms and download platforms if you're choosing and you can even get it on vinyl yes you can at the indiegogo campaign you can but before we get into all that hey why don't we check out the first track let's check out the first track uh, oh hey good news uh i made a music video for the first track and put that out today wow and it looks like i made another music video that's coming out tomorrow and it kind of looks like i might be dropping music videos we might be dropping music videos every day Really? So we can get music videos for the whole album out, which is what I've always wanted to, to get done, you know? And uh, so we're going to try to do that. That's what we're aiming at, baby. Aim! Unbelievable utility, and you have to believe that in order to communicate it. To 
communicate that commitment you have hey. to beauty and to truth and to literature. It isn't enough hey. to say what they are and to transmit them. It's to manifest yourself as a living part of that tradition and to show yourself thereby as a model for living out what that tradition represents and to show that that's so much better than like a short-term pleasure-seeking nihilism. They're not even in the same conceptual universe. And people are far more open to that. They know already. People know, especially when they're hurt. They know that happiness is sweet. The people who started it didn't live to see its completion. They were driven by this nobility of transcendent vision and they produced these enduring forms out of the bloody misery of history. We've erected all this spectacular infrastructure that we're so fortunate to be part of. And none of that gratitude is taught. It's partly not taught because people have no sense of the absolute catastrophe of history. It's like nasty, brutish, and short. The simplest and most likely social circumstances. Catastrophe punctuated by hell. And to see that not happening in a sustained manner constantly and to see things improving around us and to be reliable in that manner and then not to be grateful for that is an unbelievable combination of ignorance, ingratitude and willful blindness. And to not instill that sense in young people for them to understand that they are standing on the bones of generations of people who suffered to make this possible despite all their errors and brought this forward. Happiness is sleeping. Suffering requires us to stand in. They know happiness is sleeping. And that suffering requires us to stand in. We could concentrate on building the future instead of criticizing the past. You start in the world if you have some wisdom and some humility by taking the potential that lies dormant in front of you and interacting with it in the Logos-like manner with truth and with love and by transforming that potential into whatever you can create out of it that's good. It won't be small if you do that. You can transform your whole household by transforming your room. You can transform your whole neighborhood by transforming your house. These things spread very, very rapidly, and that is right there in front of you. People think they're impoverished, but they don't have any opportunity, and the opportunity is hidden from them by their unwillingness to take the steps that are necessary to put what they could put in front of them in order to produce the beauty instead of the ugliness where they could do that. And I don't think there is anything more powerful than that. That works. Happiness is fleeting. Suffering requires us to stay in the They know happiness is fleeting. And that suffering requires us to stay in the Happiness is fleeting. And suffering requires us to stay in the They know happiness is fleeting. And that suffering requires us to stay in the
long for the suffering and it's profound and deep. And here's what it's meant to me and here's how you can incorporate it into your life. People are absolutely starving for that or dying of thirst for that. Where is that coming from? What? What? Who's messing with me? Anyone recognize that sound? What is that sound? Anyway. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! I don't know what that weird bit of piano that came in at the end there was, but apart from that weird bit of piano that came in at the end, that was the opening track from the brand new album. Oh, there it is. How dare you? How dare you, random YouTube window, start playing something on my DJ laptop while I'm... DJ! Anyway, anyway, anyway. opening. <laughs> YouTube hero Alex says, I didn't even notice it, so you mentioned it. It's because you were, you were focusing on the right thing. Happiness is fleeting! Brand new opening track from JBP Wave Aesthetic. What up, Hunter Fox? And appreciate you. Says, bro, you are the best. Thank you for everything. You are breathtaking, Hunter. Welcome, Artic, to the channel. What's up, Artic? Welcome to the channel. Subscribers at level two and above will have got their download of the re the record. You can get it from the members tab if you haven't checked in there yet. And you're like, where is it? That's where it is. It's waiting for you. What's up, Arctic says, your music helped me to work two jobs for a year to get back into university, and I started this week. Much love, Akira. Oh! See, that's Epictivities right there. That's them Epictivities. Big up you, Arctic. Yo, big up you, Arctic. Happiness is bleeding. Suffering requires sustaining me. Now, eagle-eared viewers will know that this album was kind of based upon the second JBP Wave mix from the long, long, long ago, like, what, 2018? Feels so long ago. <laughs> Two years. <sighs> Whatever, it's three years now? I don't know. Two years, three years. Uh, and, you know, so took the kind of rough outline of that and made an album of it. But uh, this, the opening track, you'll, you'll realize, you know, that what none of that was in that mix. And in a similar fashion to when I made Father, the album which was took JBP Wave 1 as the jumping off point, that ended up having a whole entirely new opening track as well, because what you realize is you, you do the thing, and I was pretty smart first time around, and my instincts were good with regards to what kind of material to, to use and the, and the story I was telling. However, uh, each one of those was kind of missing the grand definitive statement which brought it all together type thing. Type vibes. And uh, so that's what that track was. That's the grand statement that brings it all together, you know? Oh! Happiness is fleeting. Suffering requires a sustaining meaning. And that's how, you know, that's how your boy Don gets up and gets after it and streams twice a day and makes uh, many, 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 many songs. Many songs. And is very excited to make many more songs. Meaning. 
being the motivation. Don't need motivation. We got meaning. Discipline equals freedom. It's that. Meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave, meaning wave. So, as some of you may know, we're making this album available on vinyl, which people, you know, you, you think you've been talking about it every day for a few weeks, but most people still don't know it's happening. And every day people go, holy shit, you're doing an album? Wait, what, you're doing vinyl? Wait, wait, this is coming on vinyl? What did you tell me? I go, okay, well, there you go. So, yeah, we're putting it on vinyl, and uh, that's very exciting and beautiful, and it's coming out on vinyl. And we're also, as part of the uh, thing, we're making uh, Genesis available on vinyl too. They're, they go very well together, these albums, you know. So there'll be double albums, there'll be colored vinyl, there'll be a gatefold sleeve, there'll be a lyric insert so you can read the epic lyrics, which are, you know, very, very pretty peak in returns of lyrics, you know? Usually maybe you read lyrics and you're like, what teenager wrote this drivel? You know, these are very good lyrics. These are high level lyrics, you know? High level lyrics. And uh, so you'll be able to get that. And uh, we have, you know, this monolith thing. That's very, very, very beautiful. If you, you know, if you're so inclined to, to make your world beautiful, to make it beautiful, you could bring some beauty into your life uh, by buying uh, the package with this art piece in it. You genuinely could. But here's the thing, so that's all happening and we have stretch goals. And uh, Our next two stretch goals were uh, at 34K, we would hire an orchestra to play on one of the new tracks from the next album. And the next album is dictated by this campaign, well, the next JBP Wave album. Uh, we'll be turning JBP Wave 3 into an album, of course. And then at 29K, we'll turn JBP Wave 4 into an album, uh, 39K. And at 49K, we'll turn 5 into an album. And at 59K, we'll turn 6 into an album, should we kind of reach such lofty heights. But we're definitely doing 3, that's definitely happening. And we're definitely coming close to 4, and that's very exciting. Because, you know, if you love this new album, JBP Wave Aesthetic, imagine how good uh, the, the later mixes turned into albums will be by Jove. By Jove. Anyway, let's do a refresh on the campaign and see where we are. See if we've got any closer to hitting that goal of getting an orchestra at 34K. Refresh, refresh. <laughs> orchestra achieved! We gonna make it beautiful. Whoa! Congratulations, Mini Wave Autonomous Zone. Whoa! I don't think anyone really understands what this means fully. I don't think I do. The ramifications of this. Piece Orchestra by Jove. Without that beauty, there's no call to higher being. You know, you. This is also why you know, I've, I've mentioned to people that they should clean up their rooms. That's become quite the internet meme. But I'm really serious about it because it's really hard to do that. And it isn't just that you clean it up. It up, it up, it up. You also make it beautiful. 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 It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And 
it's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And it's really worthwhile. What's really cool is if you learn to make something beautiful, even one thing, if you can just make that one thing in your life beautiful, then you've established a relationship with What's up, Telegram gang. You can start to expand that relationship with beauty out into into the world, like into other elements of your life. And that is so worthwhile. It's just incredibly, crazily worthwhile. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it make it beautiful. People are terrified of it. People are terrified of color. They paint their walls beige. They're terrified of art. They buy some mass-produced thing because they don't want anybody laughing at them. Telegram gang, t.me slash Akira the Don. They have no taste. But you have to, well, it's right. Because what do you know, right? You have to develop it. And so you're going to stumble along and make mistakes to begin with. And you're going to show yourself. Because if you might, oh, I think this is pretty. And, you know, somebody comes over and goes, hey, what's up with you? It's kind of hard to self-esteem. But, but it's a stu- you're stumbling towards the right, you're stumbling towards the kingdom of God. That's what you're stumbling towards when you try to make an aesthetic decision. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Make it make it beautiful. I make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And it's really worthwhile. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. And it's really worthwhile. Beauty is absolutely terrifying to people because beauty. Beauty highlights what's ugly. And so if you start to make your room beautiful, then everything around that isn't like that just starts to glow in the worst sense. It's terribly dangerous. That's why people are afraid of beauty, but it's the greatest thing you can do. Yeah. Beautiful things are beautiful for a reason. That beauty has depth. Like, it's real depth, man. That's what gets you in touch with the transcendent and the divine is beauty. You introduce that into your room. You're playing with fire. And people will resist it. Oh, what a glorious thing. Make it beautiful. Oh, what a glorious thing. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. It's really worthwhile. I was in this museum a while back. It was full of these paintings from the late Renaissance. There's like a dozen of them in this one room. Every painting on that wall was worth $300 million, like minimum. You couldn't buy those paintings. Like, there was like a dozen of them in there. I thought, wow, there's like $3.6 dollars worth of paintings in this room. And people are making pilgrimages from all over the world just to look at them. It's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, yeah, no kidding. What the hell's going on? There's beauty in those paintings. There's beauty and it's magnificent. Part of what it does is say you are who you should be. That's what beauty does to you. That's why you're intimidated by a woman, a staggeringly beautiful woman. It's like, oh my God. You know, attracted for sure, but definitely intimidated. It's like, well, that's because you aren't who you could be. Beauty does that to you because beauty has that contrast. Contrast, 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 What a glorious thing, waking up in the morning, baby, oh, what a 
get to have a whole day Hey, oh Waking up in the morning, baby Oh You get to have a whole day Hey, oh Waking up in the morning, baby Oh You get to have a whole day Hey Oh, what a glorious thing it is to have make it beautiful aesthetic version there in the world. That's how I originally kind of wanted it to be. And for some reason, I was not able at that point to do that. And then I was. At this point, I was. That saxophone there was recorded on the very, very original demo of the song, Oh, What a Glorious Thing, which I sampled heavily on this song. The original demo that I recorded uh, back in 2004. So that is a, two, a saxophone from 2004 right there, which had never actually been released on record before. It was on the original demo, but it wasn't on the, the song, you know? There's also backing vocals on there from the, vo- the original recording session I did and the original demo of that uh, from 2004. And then there's vocals from the, the studio version I recorded for Interscope Records in 2005. Basically, there's elements from across space and time all over that song, all brought together to make it, to make it beautiful, you know? Speaking of making it beautiful, shout out to the epic artwork of this record. Uh, it was great last night at the, uh, what do you call it, Bob? The, what do you call it, Bob? Why do I say Bob? Who's Bob? The <laughs> premiere, the premiere. We all listened to it for the first time. I saw a lot of people saying things along the lines of the... Uh, that listening to the record and looking at the artwork, it all came together and made complete sense, particularly with the penultimate song, uh, Life is Suffering, you know, and uh, that's very that's very wonderful. The artwork was by epic meaning wave legend Phased, who uh, did that Phased thing that Phased does, you know, he sort of disappeared. He came on the show a few months ago. I can't remember, I mean, a little while ago, some months ago, and uh, then just disappeared. He does that. We talked about it on the show, you know, Phased. He'll, He'll be here, he'll, he'll be dropping epic paintings like three times a day or something, then he'll, he'll disappear, no one will see anything of him. Well, I think we summoned him back because I got off of the, I got off of the stream last night uh, and, uh, and I cracked open my Instagram to post the record and there was a painting from Phased. So I think not only did, in the same fashion, that you know, Dr. Peterson himself was not seen, uh, you know, was absent, from the spotlight for nearly a year. And then I started recording this album. And the very week I started recording this album, back in October or November or whatever it was, uh, he suddenly appeared. And in the same fashion that we summoned back Peterson with the power of Epic Meaning Wave, we also summoned back Phased. So make some noise for Phased. Epic legend Phased who made this beautiful artwork and made the album beautiful. And was also gracious enough to not post it on his Instagram as soon as he'd made it, which is what he normally does. Normally he paints something and immediately posts it on his Instagram. He did not with this. He made this picture and he sent it to me uh, for the album and did not post it straight on his Instagram. And that was just an absolutely wonderful thing. So, God bless Phased. Make some noise for Phased in the chat. Make some noise for our epic Canadian friends. Speaking of our epic Canadian friends, hello, Sheila D613. Good to see you. Uh, Sheila says, this community has such a special place in my heart. Thank you for creating all of this, ACD. So happy to be here. What a time to be alive! And I concur. I agree. I agree, Sheila D613. What a time to be alive indeed. What a wonderful time to be alive. Here we are. And uh, it's wonderful to have you here. Shout out to you. 
Shout out to everybody locked in. Have we has FaZe appeared? Have we summoned? Ah, ha, ha, look, there's FaZe. FaZe in the chat. Yes, we summoned FaZe. We did it. I wonder if I could do that with like a jetpack. I just, maybe if I make a song about a jetpack, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll be one of the doorstep, you know? We do seem to be pretty powerful over here, Meaning Wave Autonomous Zone. Our powers of manifestation are growing by the day. You know, my secret theory is that we know how powerful we are and we have complete access to our superpowers, but we're afraid of using them. And we kind of, and we kind of pretend to ourselves that we don't have them, they don't exist, and we come out, we kind of force it down somehow. I think we are born with knowledge of these superpowers, and then we we, we sort of smash them down. Yeah. Our superpowers are so valuable, and we're so afraid of them. Oh, phased! What a glorious thing! Hey, Richard Max says I went ahead and backed the four hundred dollar option. Looking forward to the albums and the Meaning Wave Obelisk. Oh! Does that... Does that mean we should do a refresh? Is this a recent event? This, uh, this powerful backing activity? Oh! Oh, it is! Oh, bloody hell, look at that. Would you look at that? We are a mere $160 away from 35K, which puts us a mere uh, $3,000 and that dollars away from 38K, which puts us another world away from 39K, at which point we get JBP Wave 4. Oh! Have I ever mentioned math is not my strong suit? Have I ever mentioned that? Never mentioned that. Richard Mack, make some noise for yourself. Shouts out to Richard Mack, pushing us in the direction of righteousness. Actually, I was thinking of adding uh, a mini stretch goal, like, well, not mini, like a, a stretch goal between now, since we've achieved our orchestra on a song. Orchestra on one song. How about if we had an orchestra on two songs? I kind of think that would be epic, because, like, you know, you maybe you'd want an, an orchestra on a... Like a, a peak moment of the album, you know, but maybe you'd also want orchestra on like an incredible, powerful intro. I mean, to be honest, I don't know the shape of the album yet. I should go check that out. I'll do, I think I might do that tomorrow. Uh, but how's about uh, um, 36K? Uh, we get orchestra on a second track and we will allocate for that. I think we should do that because I think orchestra on two tracks. I think two tracks. I think we should have two tracks. I mean, beauty is so valuable, and here we are so afraid of it. Noop, let's not be afraid of beauty. Let's, uh, let's welcome beauty with open arms, you know? And let's check out track three from the album. Beauty is so valuable, and we're so afraid of it. Beauty is so valuable, we're so afraid of it. Hey, shout out to Hunter McClure's girl, Tara. You're gonna get that 300k. It's not the only path. Yes, you are. Mine. Love is one of the most hopes. But beauty, especially for people who have an affinity for beauty, is hey. it's 
like music. It's one of those things that you can't argue against. You can't even understand. It just hits you. Young Cactus! Just hits you. Just pushed us in the air, in the, rec- in the, in the vicinity of righteousness. God bless. It's like a vision. That's that to you, baby. Potential future. Oh! We just got our act together and beautified things that that's the place that we can inhabit and that would ennoble us. That's why Jerusalem, the heavenly city, is paved with gemstones. They're crystalline, they emit light. Yeah, it's the proper dwelling place for an enlightened consciousness. Beauty is the proper dwelling place for an enlightened consciousness. We ignore it at our spiritual and economic peril. It's obvious. There's almost nothing more valuable than beauty. Beauty is so valuable and we're so afraid of that. Beauty is so valuable and we're so afraid of that. Beauty is so valuable, and we're so afraid of it. Beauty is so valuable, and we're so afraid of it. And uh, I like it when I can do a short song, you know. It's quite difficult to do because usually the, the subject of the songs have got a lot to say. That one's a good, that's a good, like, two minute, two and a half minute song. Nice. Nice. Uh, what's up, Crafty Craft? Says, best album to date. Groundbreaking. Whoa! Thank you, Crafty Craft. I've heard a lot of that today. A lot of people. And do you know what? Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it amazing that... That working hard continuously and constantly refining your craft and operating from a place of meaning uh, means that you improve. Isn't that amazing? Maria Lizak says, Maz's cowbell powers are growing. You already know. Cowbell powers are growing, but the, the spoon, the meaning spoon is diminishing. Look how small it is. Taking a kicking. Oh, yeah, for those who've been asking, the instrumentals will be dropping next week. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. We have an international high five to do uh, as we, you know, as we celebrate the release of this this uh, wonderful record that now exists. It exists. It did not exist. Now it does. That's the thing. It, it was previously, you know, there were once upon a time there was a humble mix called JBP Wave Two, and it lived on YouTube, and it had some nice ideas in it, you know, and it was it was a mix. It was a nice, cool mix, and it had some nice ideas. Well, 
Now it's, it's been transformed into a big boy epic album that can be listened to forever and ever and ever. Each song can be played individually or sequentially or whatever fashion you want. Thing you want. If you want to listen to a Smith song, then one of these songs, and then back to one of the Smith songs, you can do that. That's, that's what we've created. That's what now exists. This exists! Hurrah! YouTube hero Alex says more movement on the campaign. More movement on the campaign. Who's been moving the campaign? It's really nice to see the campaign moving, you know, since we had all these crazy ambitions with this campaign to get those mixes turned into albums via this campaign, you know? So is that even possible? Is that a ridiculous thing to do? I don't know. I don't know. Proof of concept, I guess. Where are we at? Oh, wait. I'm so confused. Wait, did we just move a whole big digit? A whole fourth digit? Who was that? Yo, big boy movements. Big boy movements. Come on, baby, we gonna get, we gonna make it. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. What did I say? Thirty-six? Did I say thirty-six or thirty-seven for a second orchestra track? I think it was thirty-six. Thirty-six for a second orchestra track. Oh, we're actually really close to that now. Now, by Joe, shout out to you. Shout out to everyone who's back in this campaign, everyone who's helping to ensure that not only does Meaning Wave exist, and not only even does Meaning Wave vinyl exist, but multiple Jordan B. Peterson, the Kira the Don albums exist in 21. 21! Dave Owen says the world needs more albums. Yeah, it does. The world does need more albums. It does need more albums, and the world needs more of those. Um, those, those, those brilliant ideas that are confined to YouTube mixes, realized in their full glory. You know, even something like this, which already sounded pretty good. Boom, boom. You know, when Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping Beauty goes to sleep, and uh. when she goes to sleep is because he has parents who are quite old, so they're pretty desperate to have a child, like so many people are now. And they only have one child, like so many people do now. They don't want anything to happen to this child, because like, hey, it's a miracle. And she's the princess. They're not letting anything around her. So they have a big christening party, and they invite everybody, but they don't invite... Maleficent. And Maleficent is the terrible mother. She's nature, the thing that goes bump in the night. She's the devil herself, so to speak. She's everything that you don't want your child to encounter. So the king and queen say, well, we just won't invite her to the christening. It's like, good luck with that. <laughs> That's an eatable story. The mother who devours her child by overprotecting him or her, instead of being strengthened by an encounter with the terrible world, they're weakened by too much protection. And then when they're let out into the world, they cannot live. That's, that's the story of Sleeping Beauty. Oh! That's the story of Sleeping Beauty. Here's a little story that must be told. And they apologize to Maleficent when she first shows up to say, well, you know, they have a bunch of half-witted excuses why they don't invite her. We forgot. Like, I don't think so. You don't forget something like that. And she kind of makes that point. It's right, the whole horror of life. You don't forget about that when you have a child. That's for sure. You might wish that it would stay at bay, but you do not forget about it. The question is, do you invite it to the party? And the answer is, it bloody well depends how unconscious you want your child to be. And if you want your child to be unconscious, well, then you have the added advantage that maybe they won't leave home. And so you can take advantage of them for the rest of your sad life instead of going off to find something to do for yourself. First, you can take revenge on them if they do have any impetus towards courage that you sacrificed yourself 30 years ago and want to stamp out as soon as you see it develop with your child. That's another thing that would be quite, quite pleasant. pleasant. Be quite, quite pleasant. pleasant. Be quite, 
quite pleasant. That's another thing that would be quite pleasant. Be quite pleasant. Be quite pleasant. Oh! That's another thing that would be quite pleasant. Be quite pleasant. Be quite pleasant. So that's what happens in Sleeping Beauty. the story of Sleeping Beauty. Oh! That's the story of Sleeping Beauty. That's the story of Sleeping Beauty. That's the story of Sleeping Beauty. Here's the latest story that must be told. Yeah, well, none of this is pleasant. But nothing that happens in that story is pleasant. So Sleeping Beauty, she's naive as hell. They put her out in the forest and have her raised by these goody two-shoes fairies. And the first idiot prince that wanders by, she falls in love with so badly that she has post-traumatic stress disorder when he rides off on his horse. That's what happens. Then she goes into the castle and she's all freaked out because she met the love of her life like five minutes. That's when the spinning wheel, that's the wheel of fate, pops up and she pricks her finger. They try to get rid of all the spinning wheels. They try to get rid of all the wheels of fate with her pointed end. She finds it, pricks her finger, falls down unconscious. Well, she wants to be unconscious and no bloody wonder she was protected her whole life she's so damn naive that her first love affair just about kills her she wants to go to sleep and never wake up never wake up never wake up she wants to go to sleep and never wake up never wake up never wake up wait for the prince to come and rescue her you think how sexist can you get that's a boneheaded way of looking at the story because the prince isn't just a man who's coming to rescue the woman the prince also represents the woman's own consciousness that's the story of Sleeping Beauty. 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 Is it a story that must be told? That forward going courageous consciousness. A woman who drift into unconsciousness and terror. All she can do is lay there and sleep, like the sleep of the naive and damned. She has to wake herself up, bring her own consciousness, her own masculine consciousness into the forefront so that she can survive in the world. Unless the woman is taken out of man, so to speak, then she isn't a human being. She's just a creature. And that's partly what's embedded in this story. So you don't want to read it as a patriarchal, you don't want to read anything that way. Make some noise. That's the story of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, it is. And it's also, I do believe, uh, that's the debut of, of Scratching in the Meaning Wave universe, which is insane. It's insane that we've not had loads of scratching. I mean, like, scratching of choruses, I guess. Uh, but now we do. Uh, Shouts out to JC on the cuts. JC did a bunch of cuts on this record and did an incredible job. Incredible job of that, so that's very exciting. It was very exciting to get that record done how I wanted it to be. There's a primitive version of that record on Meaning Wave Masterpieces of that song, sorry. But in my head, it was always a lot more country. (laughs) And it also had a bit more of a chorus, you know? Uh, On that primitive version, I didn't quite nail that chorus. And uh, and the the vocalage and the scratching really pulled that bad boy together, baby. And I'm very happy with that, by Jove. Yes, I am. Hey, hey, hey! Yo, since he's here, uh, what was that? Zach said. Zach said uh, at 42k, can we get? What did you say? Where was that? Uh, I can't find the message now. You guys, I can't see the message. 
This is the problem. If it's not a super chat, I can't bloody find it. Um, anyway, I think I have a vague memory that, that Zach said something about uh, getting uh, Watts, Alan Watts repress uh, as part of the stretch goals. And uh, that is something I've thought about because uh, it would be cool to get a second printing of the, Watts, of the Watts records so people who missed out the first time could get Watts records. I mean, it wouldn't be the first press. Only the people who got the first press have got the first press. And you know, the second press would, would say second printing or pressing, I don't know. Well, they do with books, but it would be cool to have a second press, pressing of, of the Watts record. So Zach says, that's what I said at 42, 42K, very specific. Very specific. Well, you'll let me know if the rest of you, if that's something you'd be interested in having, of being able to get hold of uh, those Watts records, a second pressing of those. Let me know if that's something that would be useful. We're trying, to, we're trying to engage her. We are actively engaged in Operation Useful over here. Operation Useful. Speaking of Operation Useful, uh, International High Five o'clock. I do believe it is. And for the International High Five today, all I want to know from you is where on God's green earth you are and what are your thoughts on this new album? Now you've had time to listen to it, now you've had time to digest it. You've had a day to play it a bunch of times. Let me know your thoughts on this new album. I am interested. I'm deeply interested in your thoughts. And while we're getting those together, let's listen to this. Oh! Track five. You age people are creative, but they can't think critically. But, but they can't think critically. But I can think critically. But, but, but I can think critically. You age people are creative, but they can't think critically. Yeah. They can't can't think critically. But I can think critically. Yes. I think very deeply. So this is a creative theoretical enterprise conjoined with the capacity tell the difference between bad ideas and good ideas and hopefully what i'm going to talk to you about are the greatest ideas that humanity has ever produced there are also ideas that we don't understand well and whose highest level of formal development we risk forgetting because we're criticizing things that we invented as a species, but that we cannot understand rationally. And we're predisposed to believe that ideas that we can't understand rationally have, have to be wrong. And sometimes that's true, but sometimes we're just not smart enough to understand them. So, New age people are creative, but they can't think critically. But they can't think critically. But I can think critically. But I can think critically. New age people are creative, but they can't think critically. But they can't can't think critically. But I can think critically. Yes, I think very deeply. New age people are creative, but they can't think critically. They can't can't think think critically. But I can think critically. 
Aesthetic, the brand new album out today. Ho, ho, ho! And uh, that would be the second Meaning Wave Universe track with uh, epic scratch chorus. Hurrah! Welcome to a new age, baby, a new age of glory and wonder. I don't know if you all remember when I was making this record, I was like, oh, some cool shit happened today with the record. It's going to be really epic. I'm really excited. That's. <laughs> Yo! I used to do that thing, you know, where I would film myself all the time making the records in the studio. I've stopped doing that the most part because I'm now working in advance to the point that you know I'm working now on a record that's coming out in three months so I don't want to be like sort of like leaking it or like putting and then do you know what I mean too far ahead or whatever I don't want to be spoiling things too much I think it's you know it's, I was I was really happy you know uh, I deliberately like held off on, on playing a whole bunch of records from this album so that when you set when everyone gathered together last night to listen to it it would be you know a first-time experience in a sequential fashion uh, to hit certain points, you know, for certain things to occur. And, and uh, it was nice seeing people's reactions, you know, it was, it was special. Delayed gratification. Uh, Zach in Boston, Massachusetts. The album is beautiful and full of meaning. Hey, thanks. What's up, Jay Grant in Monterey, California? What up, Richard Max? Has loved the new album. First track is legendary. Born in Alaska, in Georgia, for Osu Army Training. Get after it, baby. What up, Crafty Craft USA PA? It is the next level, literally. Ugh. Random Knife Guy says, very clean and aesthetic. Missouri. Rx says, damn those scratches. How about bless those scratches? Uh, Andrew says, how about McKenna Vinyl? Well, uh, that would be for a McKenna campaign uh, to introduce McKenna Vinyl. Uh, certainly, everybody, I mean, we want all of it, you know, we want all of the Meaning Way records on vinyl. But, you know, we have to do it bit by bit due to the, due to our our uh, intimate nature, you know, the intimate nature of the size of the community, which is growing fantastically and is now growing to the point where we can make vinyl, and that's very exciting. So I look forward to doing McKenna Vinyl. Orinoco Wellington, what's up? Cosmic Kangaroo, what's up? Australia, what's up? Angelically straightened aesthetic. Hey, I see what you did there. Full killer, Maryland is picture proof. The incremental improvements work. There you go. There you go. Yes, indeed. Saren Hill, Think Critically, has been on all day. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I would have been listening to it all day too, uh, had I not been doing what I was doing. Which is existing in the future. Yeah. Cedric Tej, pull-ups in the basement is a mature work. Hey, cool. Jay Grant says, I've been wanting to hear new instrumental samples, and so far I do. Do you not fully understand that sentence? Fellas, <laughs> 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 Kavutloader, what's cracking? 
Noel says it makes you think critically and I love it. And a second pressing of the What's Way vinyl would be amazing. They sold out before I could get one. That's my thinking, you see. It's, you know, it wouldn't be the first pressing. That's a, that's a special thing that only the people who got the first pressing have. But, uh, you know, should people be able to get What's Way vinyl? Sajitaj, this song gives me a Paul's Boutique vibe. Oh, that's a nice thing to say. Cindy Bailey, Marino Valley. Alas, I missed the question, but this album has moved every part of my soul. There's the answer. There's the answer, Cindy Bailey. God bless you and your family. WMIVMD, I love the album. You're always bringing new styles to the table. It's such a pleasure to listen to. Hey, thank you. Uh, Andrew Kamarami and Scarborough on repeat for days. Get after it. Infinite, yes, Infinite Florida. The new album renews my estate in me and I like it. Thank you, Infinite, yes. Spagandi Florida, the album makes me want to animate one of the songs for a music video. That would be epic. Spaghetti says, once I learn, lol. <laughs> well, there's a reason to learn, huh? There's a reason to learn. D-Man says, orchestra! Exactly. Orchestra! I know, right? You have to keep stopping to go, hang on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Orchestra! Ow! Crafty Craft says, in the first minute of the first track, my soul shook. You touch me again, Akira. Oh, God bless you, brother. God bless you. Aye. Aye. Who? So somebody say something about, oh, there you go, Jacob Chakaba, Austin, Texas, what's up? Says, I think it's funny how you mentioned the location where you make music has an effect on the way it sounds. The new albums, including Rogan, definitely have a different vibe. Lots of guitar. The Rogan one was the last one I recorded in LA, actually. I think it sounds like it. I mean, the, the guitar has been, it's been a lot of guitar for the past year or so, ever since uh, Meditations. But, but yeah, I mean, exactly, the, the where you are does indeed affect everything. You know, your immediate surroundings have a massive effect on you. Or well, how could they not? We're so funny, we're such, such, such funny things as humans. We think that, you know, you're like, oh, the moon can affect the tides, but it couldn't affect us, despite us being so very watery. We, we, we seem to think that we're, we're impervious to outside influence, when in fact the opposite is obviously true. I do love us, you know, I do love us. We are great. Shouts out to us. Perfect. Shakalaka. And let's get an international high five. Why not? Why should you even bother improving yourself? Uh, and I think 
the answer to that is something like, so you don't suffer any more stupidly than you have to. And maybe so others don't have to. It's something like that. You know, like there's a real injunction at the bottom of it. It's not some casual self-help doctrine. It's that if you don't, don't organize, organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And in a big way, if you don't organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And so will the people around you. If you don't organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And in a big way, if you don't organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. So with the people around you. And you can say, well, I don't care about that, but that's actually not. Oh! You actually do care about that. My guy's spitting on this record by Joe. You will care about it. And so you do care about it. Even if it's just that negative way, you know. It's very rare that you can find someone who's in excruciating pain who would ever say, Aye. well, it would be no better if I was out of this. Pain is one of those things that brings the idea that it would be better if it didn't exist along with it. It's incontrovertible. You get your act together so that there isn't any more stupid pain around you than necessary. That if you don't organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And in a big way, that if you don't organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And so will the people around you if you don't Organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And in a big way, if you don't organize yourself properly, you'll pay for it. And so will the people around you. Like Francesco on the guitars. Now, it's something like look around for something that bothers you and see if you can fix it. Fix it. Fix it. behind your computer monitor and things will pop out in the room the room would be slightly better it was a little less dusty and the cables weren't all tangled up
around and a lot fewer traps for you to step into. Once you've got your mind and your emotions together, and once you're acting that out, then you can extend what you're willing to consider yourself and start fixing up the things that are a part of your broader extent. Now, just because things announce themselves as in need of repair doesn't mean that it's you right then and there that should repair them. You have to have some humility. You don't walk up to a helicopter that isn't working and just start tinkering away with it. You have to stay within your domain of competence. Fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Fix it. I like the idea of the room because you can do that at the drop of a hat. Go back to where you live and sit down and think, okay, I'm going to make this place better for half an hour. What should I do? You have to ask and things will just pop up like mad. And it's partly because your mind is a very strange thing. As soon as you give it a name, a genuine aim, it'll reconfigure the world in keeping with that aim. Be careful what you aim at. What you aim at determines the way the world manifests itself to you. And so if the world is manifesting itself in a very negative way, one thing to ask is, are you aiming at the right thing? You know, I'm not trying to reduce everybody's problems to an improper aim. People get cut off at the knees for all sorts of reasons. There's a random element to being, that's for sure. And things do happen to people. But it's still a great thing to ask. Fix it. 
Trace, he was asking what my, what my the pattern on my suit is. It's obviously beautiful flowers. What else would it be? What else would it be? She. Oh. When I started working on this problem, or I guess when when it started working on me, it was probably really in the mid '80s. I found myself suffering from two things. One was a very lengthy sequence of nightmares of nuclear destruction. They're very affecting dreams. And associated with that was a sense of amazement that a dream that was that awful could reflect a reality that could be that awful. And an additional amazement at the fact that despite the production of tens of thousands of weapons of unimaginable destruction, that people could go about their day-to-day lives without acting as if anything fundamental whatsoever had changed. Now, I've never really been able to figure out why that disturbed me so much when it seemed to not disturb most of the people I knew. It doesn't really matter. I spent my whole life trying to understand what evil was and, more importantly, what might be done about it. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Before you can dare to talk about something like evil, you should do some thinking about what it is that you're talking about. And I don't think you can talk about it at all until you distinguish it from tragedy. The nature of human being is such that it consists of a confrontation with the bounded finite, with the unbounded infinite. That those are the bare facts of the matter. The world of experience as it presents itself to us is literally and not metaphorically complex beyond our capacity to understand. And that means people deal in a real sense on an ongoing basis with the infinite. That fact is the reason why religious experience is essentially endemic to mankind. It's a human universal and it's not because people believe human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. Human existence consists of a confrontation between the finite and the infinite. The finite and the infinite. And religious systems merely take that into account. Now our finitude in the face of the infinite has some inevitable consequences. Those consequences are essentially the existential conditions of life. The finite is always overwhelmed by the infinite. It has to be because it can't encapsulate it. And so what that means is the suffering is central to the nature of human existence.
Make some noise for yourselves. All them wave emojis right now by Jove. Make some noise for you. Make some noise for Dr. Judah B. Peterson. Make some noise for our brother Christopher Hernandez, who is moving to Puerto Rico. Just getting up and going on an adventure in the manner of the righteous. Oh, baby. Shouts out to Lishan on the harp there. Meaning harp. Suffering exists as the consequences of our limitations. Every single person who's alive is going to die. Suffering exists as the consequences of our limitations. Every single person who's alive is going to die. And every single person who's alive is going to deal with with serious physical illness and mental distress. And so the fact of our finitude is essential to the nature of our being, and we're forced to deal with it on an ongoing basis. If you could do absolutely anything you wanted at any point and be anywhere you wanted, it would be anything you wanted. If there was nothing that was out of your reach, there would be nothing to do. There's no story. There's no being. And there's no story. There's no being. And there's something about being that is a story. And without limitation, there's no story. There's no story. There's no story. Suffering exists as a consequence of our limitations. Every single person who's alive is gonna die. Suffering exists as the consequences of our limitations. Every single person who's alive is gonna die. Humans are vulnerable, and that's tragic. But if tragedy is the price that we pay for existence, then so be it. So tragedy itself can't be regarded as evil. It's a condition of existence. So earthquakes aren't evil, and cancer isn't evil, and mental illness isn't evil, and predators aren't evil. They just are part of the way things are. But there are certain categories of human action that are definitely outside the parameters of mere tragedy, and those are the things we really have to get a handle on. Suffering exists as the consequences of our limitations. Every single person who's alive is going to die. Suffering exists as the consequences of our limitations. Every single person who's alive is going to die. Hey! You have the power to dream any dream you want to do, any dream you want to do, any dream you want to do, any dream you, any dream you, any dream you want to do. I wonder, I wonder what you would do if you had the power to dream any dream you want to do. 
make some noise. Suffering exists from the new album, JBP Wave Aesthetic. With uh, Cindy Bailey says, I love that Easter egg. Yo, there's a few in there. Um, there's another one that comes just after that that no one's noticed yet. Focus on the left ear. There's a real subtle one. Akira. The ball. He's got clout. Clout. Akira. Evil for me is differentiated from tragedy by its lack of necessity and its voluntarism. Evil is more pernicious than that which is generated by social inequality. I think it's actually a form of demonically worked aesthetic. Demonically work aesthetic. Evil is more pernicious than that. Demonically work aesthetic. The motto on the gates of Auschwitz. Work will make you free. That's an aesthetic of evil. To make a joke. It's a terrible, terrible, ironic joke. It's instructive to meditate on what sort of imagination would have the arrogance to to tell such a terrible joke. Demonically what aesthetic. Demonically work as sex. Evil is more pernicious than that. Demonically work as sex. Ow! Mini wave autonomous zone, make some noise, flood the chat, wave emoji time right now. All of them wave emojis. You know that uh, that guitar solo at the end there? I have had that. I've been trying to get that off for, uh, I don't know, years. That's like that. I've had that running around for ages. And suddenly it found its home. It was so nice. It was like, hey, this is, goes here. This is so cool. So nice when that happens, you know. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, 
neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Those are famous lines. That's sort of Christ the hippie, right? It's like, hey, let it all hang out, do your thing, and everything will come to you. But that's seriously not the proper interpretation because there's a kicker with this. And the kicker is this. For your heavenly Father knows you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Oh, you have a little faith. Oh, you have a little faith. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. That's a lot different than the hippie thing, right? That's a lot different than the hippie thing, That's a lot different than the hippie thing, right? That's a lot different than the hippie thing, That's a lot different than the hippie thing, right? There's a very, very, very interesting idea here. It's certainly one of the most profound ideas that I've ever encountered. If you configure your life so that what you are genuinely doing is aiming at the highest possible good, then the things that you need to survive and to thrive on a day-to-day -day basis will deliver themselves to you. If you dare to do the most difficult thing that you can conceptualize, your life will work out better than it will if you do anything else. Well, how are you going to find out if that's true? There's no way you're going to find out whether or not that's true unless you do it. You have to be all in in this game. All in in this game. You have to be all in in this game. You have to be 
questions I'll be taking like if you want to ask questions feel free if you have any pressing questions uh, and I see them um, Rubik's Bot ES says can you make a signature and add on bonus that I can add to one of the other Indigo backer levels for the vinyl um, you know, there's already a, a signed package is there not so what would that be for I, I mean we can do add-ons and I think we can add add-ons at a later stage but there is already a signed package option, I think. Uh, someone wanted to know who the lady in the video was. That's an actress. That's an actress right there. Um, Shouts out to her. What's up, Orinoco Wellington? What up, Cindy Bailey? What up, Andrew? What up, the Scoops82? What up, Adam Monkey? What up, Artek? What up, Maria Lizak? Maria Lizak has a question. Demonic is the question. I don't really understand the question. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, we were, were listening to Demonically Warped Aesthetic, weren't we? That was a great song. That's another one that I always had an idea of how it should be in my head. And there we did, we got it. Okay, uh, D-Man's got a, a strange question. Uh, completely unrelated to the album that we're, we're here uh, discussing and playing, but still. Uh, D-Man says, where did you meet Mama Don? School. School. There's your ultra wholesome answer. See, I got me, me and the good doctor have got quite a bit in common, it would seem. I keep hearing things. Uh, we both grew up in... Um, you know, sort of freezing cold, kind of um, little towns, you know, freezing cold little towns. We both married uh, girls we met at school, you know. Andrew Kamaromi says, what school? The school, our school. Our school, uh, our school Friars in Bangor, in Cumbria. Cumbria, North Wales. Uh, yeah, and also we, also, we both left home very early. Uh, Jordan Peterson left home at 17, I left home at 16. Technically, I left home at 15 because it was on the eve of my 16th birthday. But we both uh, seem to have falling outs with our fathers that uh, led to that happening and then, then made up with our fathers because that's what you do with your father, isn't it? Well, it's one of the things you can do with your father, I suppose. Other people do other things with their fathers. That's true. Christopher Hernandez says, have we decided what track will use the orchestra? No. No, because uh, I haven't written it yet. Well, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be JBP Wave Three that's being turned into an album. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go through that mix and, and put it into pieces and work out what goes here and what goes there. And then in the in the same manner that I did with this album and JBP Wave Two and with Father and JBP Wave One, I shall create an album. And then I will go, hmm, which of these songs most deserves an orchestra? But I've got a feeling it's going to be more than one. 
So we've added another stretch goal in between the next stretch goal at 37k. And at 37k, we'll get orchestra on another song. So there'll be two orchestra songs. Maria Lisek said you were asking about Easter eggs in the left ear. Oh, okay. No, that was on the that was on the same song that the Alan Watts Easter egg was on. And uh, people who like searching for diamonds might might get that Easter egg. Cindy Bailey says, can we hear your love story with Mama Don on stream for her? From her perspective, as a Valentine's Day special. Hey, Cindy Bailey, what a wonderful idea that is. What a beautiful idea that is. That's a great idea, Cindy Bailey. Oh! Oh! Oh, shoot, that's so crazy. Look at this. Whoa. We were just talking about JBP Wave 3 getting turned into an album. Look at what my other computer is also played. It also played it after oh, the Oh Ye of Little Faith music video, which I was just playing off the other computer. Because uh, Traktor, which is the music software I use, doesn't play videos. I might have to switch DJ software. I'm really pissed off about that because I know Traktor so well. And I've put, spent years and years and years and years and years uh, getting to grips with it, and uh, but it doesn't do videos, and now this whole thing is happening. Increasingly, it seems to me that video DJing um, would be really cool, you know? Currently, it's like uh, pull up a video that's on YouTube and play it off YouTube in between songs that I'm DJing from my DJ library. But really, I should have all of the songs that I've made music videos for in my DJ library with the videos attached to them. Then I could play them. And then I could be doing cool things like live remixing with multiple video and doing loops and cool shit like that, right? It's going to involve me like switching DJ software because it doesn't look like Trax is about to introduce that capability, which is bloody annoying. And all those years ago when I chose Traktor, because it was like, which DJ software shall we choose? Akira the Don, there was all these different ones. It was like 10 years ago or something. And uh, I chose Traktor, and I chose it knowing it di that it didn't have video capability and some of the others did. But on the list of all the things that I wanted to be able to do, video live DJ was like low on the list compared to other things. And now here we are in the future and I would really, it would be really useful for me to be able to do live Video DJing by Jove. Anyway, Beckett H says, I love that idea. Ladies in the house love the idea of a romantic, uh, romantic Valentine's Day special. Isn't that funny? Not funny. Isn't that, um, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that just a wonderful thing? So I guess maybe that's what we'll do. If Mama Dunn's down, if Mama Dunn's down there, we shall make that so. Look at JBP Wave Look at that. That's going to become an album. That beautiful thing. <laughs> How far we have come, you know? That's a lot different from the hippie thing, Rucka. That's a lot different from the hippie thing, right? This song was initially going to be called Geppetto, by the way, and kind of it kind of is called Geppetto in it's like in my secret heart. The story of Pinocchio. But it's really cool. Go to the movie. wishes on a star. So what Geppetto does is align himself with the metaphorical oh. manifestation of the highest good he can conceptualize. He aims 
at the star. For him, the star is the possibility that he can take his creation, a puppet, whose strings are being pulled by unseen forces, and have it transform into something that's autonomous and real. Well, that's a hell of an ambition. You know, and we're wise enough to put that in a children's movie, but too foolish to understand what it means. It's such an interesting juxtaposition that we can both know that and not know it at the same time. You can go to the movie, you can watch it, and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. You can go to the movie, you can watch it, and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. Watch it and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. You can go to the movie, you can watch it and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. Well, people are complicated, right? We exist at different levels, and all the levels don't communicate with one another. But the movie is a hypothesis, and the hypothesis is there's no better pathway to self realization and the ennoblement of being than to posit the highest good that you can conceive of and commit yourself to it. You can go to the movie, you can watch it and it makes sense, but that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. You can go to the movie, you can watch it and it makes sense, but that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. Go to the movie, you can watch it and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. You can go to the movie, you can watch it and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. I know what that meant. Watch it and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. You can go to the movie, you can watch it and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean you can go home and think, well, I know what that meant. Well, I know what that meant. Hey, I know what that meant. Well, I know what that meant. Well, I know what that meant. There's no better pathway to self-realization and the ennoblement of being than to posit the highest good that you can conceive of and commit yourself to it. And then you might also ask yourself, and this is definitely worth asking, is do you really have anything better to do? And if you don't, well, why would you do anything else? Oh, yeah, what a, what, as if we got a humming hook. We got a hmm hook. I, I've been wanting to do that for like 15 years. together now. And uh, by the way, that humming, that's not just me, that's me and Hercules. Hercules is doing some humming there too. And that's pretty magical, right? Because like, kid, have you ever listened to a kid humming? You know, like, we're like we, us, us older types of, of human male, we're like, you know what I mean? It's got bass in it. Them little buggers, when they hum, it's all high and little and cute. So you put you stack those together, it's very nice. WMIV has got a great question. Joe, does JBP write magical hooks through Akira the Dawn or is it the other way around? 
Now, you know, it's worth it's worth noting. One of the things is interesting about these taking, you know, early mixes and then turning them into full albums thing is when I was making those mixes, that was a completely different thing I was doing with a different outcome and you know, I wasn't there like looking for the really, really searching hard for the inherent melody and rhythm and everything. I was sort of stumbling around and like, oh shit, there's a cool bit and there's a cool da 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 da, you know. And uh, now I'm like really like laser focused and you go, oh look, there's the epic hook, there's the epic melody, there's the epic rhythm, da 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 da. It is pretty cool. It's pretty cool and you know. What might be pretty cool would be to sort of like A, B and listen to the original mix and then listen to the album and go, oh look, see, look there. There in the original mix, there's that hook but it hasn't been noticed yet. The undiscovered hook and it was there all the time, just sat there, waiting to be sort of like pulled out of the, out of the sky, you know? Eked out of the cosmos, so to speak. Yo! Yo, speaking of uh, eked out of the cosmos, I don't even remember this, like now, being in the context of the mix, like this. What would become this? But it must have been there. But, but. Therefore, take no thought for the moral, for the moral shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Whoa! I spent a long time trying to figure out what that meant, too, because it's another one of those lines that can easily be read as pro grasshopper and anti-ant. Remember the old fable of the grasshopper and the ant? Maybe not. I'm not going to tell it. But the ant works, and the grasshopper fiddles. The ant has a pretty good time in the winter, and the grasshopper dies. Oh. And so, this is like a pro-grasshopper line, but it's not. It says something else. It says that if you orient yourself properly, and then pay attention to what you do every day, that, that works. works. That works. I said that, that works. works. That works. And you can live in the day where you're a creature that has a name. You have to have a name. That makes every moment a supercharge of meaning. Live in the day where you're a creature that has a name. You have to have a name. That makes every moment a supercharge of meaning. The world shifts itself around your aim. You're a creature that has a name. You have to have a name in order to do something. You're, You're an, an aiming creature. creature. You look at a point and you move towards it. It's built right into you. And so, have an aim. Well, let's say your aim is the highest possible aim. That sets up the world around you. It organizes all of your perception, what you see and you don't see, your emotions and your motivation. So you organize yourself around that aim, and then what happens? The day manifests itself as a set of challenges and problems. And if you solve them properly, you stay on the pathway towards that aim, and you can concentrate on the day. And so that way, you get to have your cake and eat it too. Because you can point into the distance, the far distance, Point into the distance, the far distance, and you can live in the day. You're a creature that has a name. You have to have a name. That makes every moment supercharged meaning. Live in the day. You're a creature that has a name. You have to have a name. That makes every moment supercharged meaning. Definition of the meaning that would sustain you in your life. Well, and then the issue is back to the door. 
well, all hell's about to break loose, that chaos is coming. It's like when that's happening in your life, you might want to be doing something that you regard as truly worthwhile. Because that's what will keep you afloat when everything is flooded. And you don't want to wait until the flood comes to start doing that. Because if your arc's half hooked and you don't know how to captain it, the probability is very high that you'll drown. first single from this record, the first glimpse of what was to come. I'm quite enamored of lobsters. And this. Rewrite! So we had, we had, uh, back to Young, we had back to Noah, and now it's back. I'm quite enamored of lobsters. So the lobsters. Because I found out, this just blew me away when I found it out just exactly how much continuity there was in the neurochemistry of human beings and the neurochemistry of animals. It's absolutely staggering. It's, it's the sort of thing that makes the fact of evolution something like self-evident. Random mutation and natural selection is the only way you can solve the problem of how to deal with an environment that's com- complex beyond your ability to comprehend. You generate endless variants because God only knows what the hell's going to happen next. They'll almost all of them die because they're failures, and a couple propagate. And, you know, the environment keeps moving around like a giant snake. You never know what it's going to do next. And so the best you can do is say, well, here's 30 things that might work, and, you know, 28 of them are going to perish. Anyways, back to the lobsters. 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 So these creatures engage in dominance disputes, so it really is the toughest lobster that wins. And what's so cool about the lobster is that when a lobster wins, he flexes and gets bigger, so he looks bigger, because he's a winner. It's 
like he's advertising that, and the neurochemical system that makes him flex is serotonin. And you think, well, well, does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It's the same chemical that's affected by antidepressants in human beings. And so, like, if you're depressed, you're a defeated lobster. They're like this. I'm small. Things are dangerous. Defeated lobster. They're like this. I'm small. I don't want to fight. You give someone an antidepressant, it's like up, they stretch, and then they're ready to take on the world again. Well, if you give lobsters who just got defeated in a fight serotonin, then they stretch out and they'll fight again. Like, we separated from those creatures on the evolutionary timescale somewhere between 350 and 600 million years ago, and the damn neurochemistry is the same. And so that's another indication of just how important hierarchies of authority are. Back to the lobsters. What a lovely song that is. I'm so happy that song exists. You know, sometimes you make a song and, and like you just you're just very happy. I mean, usually I am. <laughs> I was really happy when I did that one, you know. And uh, yeah, shouts out to Lee Shan on the harp there. Shouts out to JC on the chops. Shouts out to me on the bass. Uh, I spent ages getting that bass just so, you know. Bomp, bomp. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I was so happy when I made this song. It's like, yes, it's the lobster anthem at last. Waiting for this song to exist. Uh, by the way, yeah, I'm making videos for all the songs right now. You know, right now I'm making videos for all the songs. All of them. Uh, if anyone wants to assist with that, if anyone's got any ideas, do, do hit us up. Uh, probably, I don't know, uh, hitting it. You could DM me in the Discord or something. Um, but what I might do is, um, like that one, probably the best thing to do would be to get loads of footage of Zoidberg doing useful Zoidberg stuff, right? And just have a big Zoidberg video, probably. Probably, that would be good. Uh, so maybe I'll put a, a little homework assignment in the Discord for people to find Zoidberg footage. That would be helpful. Because somehow, basically over the next week, I've got to make a video for every single song on the album so that we can get one out every day. While simultaneously finishing the album that's coming out in March. And, and you know, all the other stuff that's involved in running the Meaning Wave universe, you know? Quite a lot to do these days, quite a lot to do. Like uh, two streams a day and uh, all the other stuff. Word XP says, don't forget Larry the Lobster from Spongebob. See, this is why this is why it's very important that we communicate in this manner, you know? This is why it's very important that we communicate in this manner. I would have forgotten Larry the Lobster from Spongebob. So I am going to put a thing in the Discord after this, and I'm going to summon the gang and say, gang, 
We got Larry the Lobster, we got a sexy lobster lady. Where did that come from? Mildly disturbing uh, in the, that manner that rubber hose cartoon sexy ladies. Just imp- incredible. Yeah, what is that? We see this is what we need. This is what we need. Alright, I'll hit you all up in the Discord by Joe. Go join the Discord if you're not in the Discord, if you want to hang out, help out with group assignments. Like uh, you know, helping make epic videos and things, join the Discord. David Ewing says, Friends episode, you're my lobster. Friends is creepy. (laughs) Yo. You ever watch Friends without the laugh track? You ever see that? Some shit, some motherfucker, someone put that shit together. Friends without the laugh track. That is some intense shit. OP! OP! You are OP. Okay, so here's the problem. What's the problem, baby? Look here. Uh huh. The problem is, it's true. Oh. You're oppressed, 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 you're
technically impossible. Oh, you're oppressed, 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 you're o
Christ's sake so that when your father dies, you're not whining away in the corner and you can help plan the funeral and you can stand up solidly so that people can rely on you. That's better. Don't be a damn victim. Of course you're a victim. Jesus, obviously, put yourself together. You know how to do that. You know what's wrong with you. If you admit it. You know there's a few things you could like push up a little bit, but you might even be able to manage in your insufficient present condition. You might shine yourself up a little bit and then your eyes will be a little more open and then you can shine yourself up a little bit more and then maybe you could bring your family together instead of having to be the hateful, fightful, neurotic, infighting bats that you're doomed to spend Christmas with. something difficult that's actually difficult you're a little wiser and so then maybe you could put a tentative finger out beyond the family and try to change some little thing without wrecking it our society is complex and we teach our students that they could just fix it it's like go fix the military helicopter and see how far you get with that you're like a chimp with a wrench wax oh look it's better it's like no it's not better. Things are complicated, and to fix things is really hard. And you have to be like a golden tool to fix things. And you're not. And that's the other message of the West. How do you overcome the suffering of life? Be a better person. Life is suffering. Yes. said to someone, you want to have a meaningful life? Everything you do matters. 
That's the definition of a meaningful life. But everything you do matters. You're going to have to carry that with you. Or do you want to just forget about the whole meaning thing and then you don't have any responsibility because who the hell cares? You can wander through life doing whatever you want, gratifying impulsive desires for how useful that's going to be. And you're stuck in meaninglessness, but you don't have any responsibility. Which one do you want? Well, ask yourself, which one are you pursuing? And you'll find very rapidly that it isn't the majority of your soul that's pursuing the whole meaning thing. Because, well, look what you have to do to do that. You have to take on the fact that life is suffering. You have to put yourself together in the face of that. So that's hard. Christ, it's amazing people can even do it. I'm stunned every day when I go outside, and it isn't a riot. Everything burning. What you life is life is What you gonna do Here's the answer. I knew this guy, he'd been in a motorcycle accident and it really ruined him and he was like a linesman, you know, working on the power. And he was working with someone who had Parkinson's disease and they had complementary inadequacies. And so two of them could do the job of one person. So they're out there fixing power lines in the freezing cold, despite the fact that one was three quarters wrecked with the motorcycle accident, the other one had Parkinson's. Like, that's how our civilization works. There's all these ruined people out there. They've got problems like you can't believe. Off they go to work and do things they don't even like. And look, the lights are on. My God, it's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. And we're so ungrateful. College students, postmodern are so ungrateful, you know. They don't know that they're surrounded by just a bloody miracle. A miracle that all this stuff works, that all you crazy chimpanzees that don't know each other can sit in the same room for two hours sweltering away without tearing each other apart, because that's what chimps do. Without tearing each other apart, because that's what chimps do. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. 
Anyways, so what happened? Well, I made some videos and I got to the bottom of some things, at least as far as I can tell. So I told you what the bottom is. Then I got this idea about what you might do about it, which isn't my idea. It's not my idea. It's an old, 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 old idea. It's far older than Christianity. It's the oldest story of mankind. It's old. Get yourself together. Transcend your suffering. See if you can be some kind of hero. Get yourself together. Transcend your suffering. See if you can be some kind of hero. Get yourself together. Transcend your suffering. See if you can be some kind of hero. Make the suffering in the world less. Well, that's the way forward, as far as I can tell. If there is any way forward. And that's what it looks like to me. So, that's it. It exists. JBP Wave Aesthetic exists. The hero of your story, Caroline H. That's right. What up? What up? Beckett H says, This is such a beautiful song. This is the one that made me cry. Yo, me too. I just. I just straight up didn't drop a tear just then you see me not drop a tear yeah yo a bloody miracle that's right that's right and hey hey that's right cindy bailey Just thank god jordan made those videos because here we are i know right look at that and remember i told you uh it's actually very, it's, it's very emotional. At uh, this point, we had the stretch goal in to, to hire a 30-piece orchestra and have them play on a song. Because the last time I was able to work with an orchestra it was when I was signed to a major re record label, which was Interscope Records. And as part of the deal of being with that major record label, I was able to say I had a, you know, a budget to make the album. I had a, a, a quarter of a million dollar budget to make an album, you know? With that, with that quarter of a million dollar budget, I, uh, I bought myself a home recording studio, which they really were very unhappy about, and they tried to stop me, but I had my way in the end. They would much rather you spend your money in their studios, you know? See how that works? And uh, anyway, part of the thing was uh, I was able to get an orchestra, you know? And uh, I had the orchestra play on a song. I got this orchestra and they played on this song called Love. And it's this song that is this now. I've sampled it pretty heavily for this song, you know. So these strings you're listening to right now is the last time Akira the Don worked with a full string section. And now, thanks to this album, on which I sampled myself in my own string section uh, on the closing track, thanks to this album and the, uh, and the campaign going with it, we're going to have a string section on the next album. So the next JBP Wave album will be JBP Wave based around JBP Wave 3, just like this was based around JBP Wave 2. 
it's going to have a string section on it because we hit that we hit that stretch goal of getting a string section on a song. And uh, we're going to have at 37k, we will get a second song with a string section. And at 39k, should we should, should we reach those lofty heights, we will turn JBP Wave 4 into an album. And, uh, and who knows what the upper limits of this are? We don't know what the upper limits of this are, but all I know is that finally, after years and years out in the, in the proverbial wilderness, so to speak, finally we're at the point where we can uh, work with, it, with an orchestra again. Only this time, there is no major record label involved. There's no sort of, you know, group of people telling you what you can and can't talk about and what you can and can't write about and this, that, and the other. Because that's what happened with me, you know? I made them this album, they said, oh, you can't be talking about that. You need to go change those lyrics. And I said, you can go fuck yourself. And I did not change the lyrics and, uh, and that was so, then I, I went off alone, you know? I went out and said, well, I will do this myself, you know? And uh, it's been many, 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 many years coming back home from that point, you know, to get to this point now where we are sufficiently advanced and have a sufficient audience that we can now do this again. We can go back to that place and, and uh, work with an orchestra, you know. And Johnny Woodstock says more scratch next album. Well, there you go, and more scratches. More scratch as well, this is it. You know, being able to pay JC to do more epic scratching. Awesome, awesome, awesome that would be. Great! I agree, me anyway, but on his own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Between you and me. Between you and me. Um, what was the first song on this record called? Actually, I'll just do this one. Between you and me, uh, the next album. The next Meany Wave album that's coming out. It's coming out next month. It's got a bunch of really good scratching on it, actually. Uh, so that you can be happy about. What up, Hunter McClure? Appreciate you, baby. He says, much love, much love to you, Hunter McClure. 300k for you and Tara. Yeah! Asex says, gotta get some harp in there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Who else uses harp, by the way? I don't know if many other people use harps. I don't know. Johnny Woodstock says, I want to donate you Bitcoin. Well, you can go to meaningwave.com or just hit the, in the description of this broadcast, there's a donate link and that's got our Bitcoin address. So you can donate us Bitcoin if you so wish, Johnny Woodstock. And actually all the Bitcoin we have has been a result of people donating Bitcoin. And I forgot that I'd even put the Bitcoin thing and then I checked it like uh, a little while ago. I was like, oh, we've actually got some Bitcoin. Hurrah. Hurrah. Uh, <laughs> R.B. Dugan says, I'd love to see these two just jamming the albums back to back and discussing each song, Oh to Dream. Which two might that be? Carolyn H. says, this music should be played on the speakers throughout Disneyland Park or whatever amusement park of the future will be called. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Disneyland's shutting down. I don't know if Disney's going to last, you know. I don't know if the, the new world that's being built is actually going to have Disney in it, you know? We shall see. We shall see! RB Dugan says, JBP and you, brother. Oh, you're, so you're saying what you would like to see is JBP and I talking about this music and playing the music and talking about it. That would be very cool, wouldn't it? That would be very cool. 
Dare to dream, brothers and sisters, dare to dream. Lee says, are you aiming at an album a month this year? Correctly, I, that's what we are aiming at. We are aiming at that. That is the aim. That is the aim. <laughs> it's a ridiculous aim. But it seems necessary, just, just the speed of, uh, of living in the internet, you know? Here we are living in the internet so fast. It's so fast. Just you watch. Like by Monday, it'll be like, oh, aesthetic. That feels like a long time ago that came out. <laughs> Johnny Woodstock says, yes, Jordan and Akira is the dream. Well, you know, if you, things like that, if you want those to happen, it always does help to go and, you know, put it out there into the world. Yeah, Dr. Peterson's back on Twitter now. You could go tell him on Twitter how much you're enjoying the album. I mean, he likes the album, and that's a wonderful thing. Uh, he thinks, you know, it's, it's, it's very sweet that he likes the album. Uh, to the point that, uh, you know, he wrote to me, he said he's very excited to get the vinyl, and he's ordered the vinyl. And uh, that's wonderful. Uh, which reminds me, you know, uh, back the, if you want, you know, this album on vinyl, go back the vinyl campaign so you can get it on vinyl, you know? And if you want more JBP Wave mixes turned into albums this year, uh, go back that vinyl, because that's part of what we're doing with the vinyl campaign, is we are raising an album creation budget, basically like a record label does, you know? And then we can do things like get orchestras, and pay, play session musicians, and pay mastering mixing engineers to work around the clock to get the albums mixed and mastered in such a fashion that we can actually release them at incredible high quality, you know? Uh, all this year, while simultaneously bringing you Jocko 2. Simultaneously bringing you Meditations Volume 2. Simultaneously bringing you another Volume 2, which I'm going to tell you the name of, but that's the one that's coming out in March. And what's coming out in February? Well, it's, it's, it's someone who's never had a whole album before. I, I never had a Meaning Wave album before, this person. The, 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 whose album is coming out in February? It's already done, because your boy works hard. Yeah! So go back that Indiegogo campaign. Let's, let's get this stuff cracking, baby. Let's get it happening. Let's get Meaning Wave existing. In the highest possible good. Yeah! Yeah, look at that. Brilliant. Brilliant. I am so proud of this community. We are going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen, Cyclops924. Yes, we are, Johnny Woodstock. Says, I'm being legit so serious. Your music has been such a huge positive impact in my life. I listen to it every day at work, on Spotify, YouTube, and always sharing with friends who do the same thing. God bless you. Thank you, Johnny Woodstock. That's a very epic name, by the way. Uh, thank you. That, and that's the, that's the, the major key, because, you know, we don't, have a, we don't have a record label. We don't have press. We don't have uh, an agent. We don't have any of that stuff. Uh, you know, the music press has literally never written about us once. They used to write about me since I started mean, making Meaning Wave, though. Even the people that would write about me, they're like, we ain't going touching that. That's far too good. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's not like I don't, you know, talk to them or anything, but... You know, the, the only way this spreads is through you. It's literally the, 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 the you are the marketing department. You are the uh, tip of the spear. You are the tip of the spear. Meaning warriors. You, meaning warriors, are what makes this thing exist. Meaning wave exists, but only because of you. 
YouTuber Alex says, you've got a fleet of Alexes, though. God bless the Alexes. Make some noise with the Alexes, everybody. God bless those Alexes. And uh, God bless this Meaning Wave Autonomous Zone. Thank you, everyone who's been here tonight. Thank you, everyone who, who uh, contributed. Thank you, Lee and Hunter and Sheila and Attic and, uh, and, and other Hunter. Two Hunters today. Amazing. Shout out to the Hunters. Uh, thank you to everyone who's back the Indiegogo campaign. Go back the Indiegogo campaign because you want that vinyl and uh, you want Meaning Wave to exist and you want Meaning Wave, uh, JBP Wave albums to exist and you want orchestras and you want all of that, baby. You want it to be epic. You want to make it beautiful. I mean, who doesn't? And we will be back tomorrow like we always are. And uh, what is it tomorrow? It's Saturday. That means no spin of the wheel necessary because it's Saturday morning fever and we play disco on Twitch. Uh, 7CC AM on TWITCH Twitch. We will be there! Hunter times Hunter says Cyclops. <laughs> uh, Caroline says, let's do a dubstep EDM night called Meaning Rave. We've been talking about doing a Meaning Rave for a while, Caroline. Uh, it's one of our goals for once we can get back outside is doing uh, Meaning Raves. Heck yes, gosh yes, blimey yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah! And uh, tomorrow, what's going on? We'll be here. We'll be here tomorrow. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. What happens on Saturday? Oh, we, do we play Spin the Wheel of Vibes? I think we do on Saturday. Boom! We'll see you tomorrow night for a Saturday night joyful party. Joyful party, joyful party. And uh, yes, Meaning Warriors, go forth, be mighty. Spread the word of meaning. Spread that meaning. Let somebody know Meaning Warriors exists. Because it do. It really, really do. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. So God bless and thank you for being here. And uh, thank you for all the lovely words with regards to the new album. We've been, I've been getting hundreds and hundreds of messages today from people across platforms uh, telling me how much they love the album and uh, how useful it is being in their lives already. And uh, that's the noble aim, baby. That's the noble aim, and that's a beautiful thing. So thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, God bless you. By five o'clock. Three, two, one, bye. Bye, bye, baby. Pew, pew, pew. God bless you, Johnny Woodstock. God bless you, everybody. See you tomorrow.